yeah and i also realized you like my 100 balloons over there i do i saw like your little 100 setup and i was like oh, if i'm gonna be doing a 100 episode, i think I you will shit my pants. shut up i'm so excited So like woohoo. Wahoo. Absolutely. Congratulations. That's huge. Thank you. It's it's crazy. It's been a it's been a long <laughs> run. Also thinking back though to when I was like 19 and begun this yeah. and I started it because I was in therapy and mm. I was like how the fuck does no one know all of the things that therapy teaches you mm-hmm. like mostly especially about like how society affects you. Totally. You know? Totally. It's such a like closed I know this is not the term, but like a closed bag situation, you know what I mean? Of like, unless, unless you get into it and unless you have, you know, $150 to spend on a, on a weekly or, you know, bi-monthly session, you don't know any of these things. And these are wonderful tools for just existing. Yeah. Yeah. And like that help you function in your day-to-day life. And Mm -hmm. I'm like scared to be off my parents' insurance in like two months because... I'm not going to be able to just like hop on a therapy session whenever you think more deeply about it because it's not that financially accessible. No, not at all. But it changes the game. Oh, totally. On how you function. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I want to talk about these things I learned on a podcast. And like, it can be like, friends have been like, oh my God, this is like free therapy, but I am unlicensed. Uh, I'm not a therapist. Yes. But kind of from the patient perspective. For sure. And also like, I think that's also really, really helpful because like, so I didn't start doing therapy until the pandemic because i felt compelled to then like do therapy then um i don't know because also well no i i did sort of do little like bits and pieces of therapy when i was in university uh because you know do you have some days when you're like i'm emotionally ooh, i'm at my wits end and my emotional end like oh i'm on i'm on the edge um and i would use like my university's um like mental health services okay yeah which if anyone else has also used in university mental health services they're absolute trash garbage oh my god it's so sad to hear yeah i was told by a therapist that like my trauma didn't matter and so i should probably (gasps) like shouldn't book another appointment shut up yeah what the fuck yeah it was like my third uh my third uh appointment and i'm someone who very much needs and i've told this to therapists that i've had in the past that like i really like i need you to push me yeah because i have a lot of boundaries up and otherwise if if you don't I will just not share because I'm so good at just like packing down whatever I'm feeling and just kind of like coasting through regardless. Like I need you to pull shit out of me and hold me accountable to doing it. And so like I was just in a day where I had an appointment, but like I was emotionally just like really blocked and like kind of angry and not feeling it. And I was like, yeah, like I'm good. Like I'll be fine, whatever. And like evidently like anyone could suss out that situation and be like, yeah, you're not okay. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, my therapist was like, yeah like I don't know it it seems like you're okay it seems like you're not in like a lot of um like immediate emotional distress so yeah you probably don't need to book another appointment what the fuck I feel like a therapist should never even say that because it invalidates you from feeling like oh there's my problems aren't real enough to seek this help right and it's hard to ask for help it's hard to book a therapy appointment oh my god so hard and also like as someone who like with a lot of the problems that I've had like I felt very much like these are real problems because I also haven't seen them expressed like 
publicly a lot like mm. people are don't really talk about these things like super frequently mm-hmm. um so it's like i don't know how to talk to people about this i don't know how to like make my case um i don't know how to explain the ins and outs of what's going on Mm -hmm. so then for then someone to be like yeah it doesn't matter then it's like okay (laughs) okay cool and that can stop people from seeking therapy ever oh my god entirely like you just develop a really horrible relationship and then like what the fuck do you do after that yeah yeah that's sad to hear Mm -hmm. damn well i'm glad like you've had your journey since then of sought therapy you know during the pandemic i feel like therapy is also a lot easier to go to when it's virtual Mm -hmm. i feel like in person it's kind of scary it's even more vulnerable also it's just hard like it's an it's an access need for people right like it like you'd have your appointment at some time probably during the day i don't know any therapists who have appointments at like 11 p.m. at night no so when like, you need the help I email right? my therapist at Friday at like 9 p.m. help I know yeah. you're not gonna answer till Monday she answered on Sunday though love her oh queen but, yeah yeah so yeah like uh, what it's gonna be sometime during the day probably for an hour appointment at some doctor's office somewhere that probably isn't close to where you work so you have to take time off of work yeah you are um commuting to get there so you have to take into account transportation like if you have kids like what are you gonna do like mm-hmm. it's really difficult mm-hmm. so yeah this move to like online therapy Thank Genius. you. Oh, I love Genius. that we just had a whole ass therapy. <laughs> like, I mean, a hundred. Bonus up. Yeah, bonus, bonus up. Also, hundredth episode intro because, like, therapy is why I started this. So that was yeah. lovely. Thank you for sharing. Oh well, welcome to Human to Human, <gasps> Simone. Honored to be here. Um, wow. I love to have you on. I'm, I love that you're here. It's the first guest episode <laughs> in person oh my in my space. So I'm excited for that. Love in the space. Um, do you want to give a little intro? We're childhood friends. Oh I'll give God. an intro to our relationship. Yeah. We are childhood childhood friends which feels cool to say it was so cool and yeah we did acting together for many many years mm-hmm. at the most hilarious like <laughs> lol like fun yolo studio absolutely and now you're continuing your acting journey which is incredible so tell yeah. us a little bit about that oh my gosh so yeah jessica and i met doing a uh, musical theater <laughs> in like middle school and high school uh and then i bought uh, i did not buy i caught the bug and then i kept on with it uh i did my undergrad degree at the university of Windsor I studied acting there um while I was there I started a theater company with my um co-founder and artistic partner uh Kira Publicover and uh we run a theater company called Arrowwood Theater Collective we make um we started doing physical theater that was like our big thing and then the pandemic happened and physical theater became illegal (laughs) (laughs) Because you cannot touch people. No, no, no. 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 I remember you told me about this camp where you did the craziest things where they'd like, you're all in like a line and then you'd run towards each other and it would be like, elbow to butt literally foot to tongue and like that that is a non-covid friendly yeah oh my gosh in a like post-2020 world that not allowed no not allowed no um yeah so then um when the pandemic arrived we kind of had to shift and um sort of refocus ourselves um so now we do I'd say, I mean, a lot of our work was kind of in this world, but we do a lot of kind of experimental theater. We create a lot of our own content. Um, We write and produce a lot of it ourselves. So we've worked with a bunch of different companies. We've worked with uh, in Ontario predominantly, but like uh, Soul Pepper, Shakespeare in Action. Uh, We received a grant from the Ontario Arts Council. So we're collectively writing a show together at the moment. Um, 
yeah so I do a lot of that stuff I wear a lot of hats mm-hmm. um I I'm choreographing a musical right now I'm gonna be directing a show shortly which is super exciting to say um but yeah do a lot of everything I I love being creative and so yeah like, that's the world that I really like to work in I love it yeah. I love how you pursued it it's cool to see how we've all gone on our own creative like pathways in our mm-hmm. own different ways um before we get into our episode topic of online dating <laughs> dating versus IRL dating in real life dating tell me about a human to human moment that's happened in the past week or day or whatever where oh it's like brought you joy or made you feel good oh my god yeah I was thinking about it when you asked and I was like Haha. um there is I can't think of one from this week but I had the most like magical like 17 again moment like many years ago this was like 20 2019 I was walking to campus or I was at school and I had to TA course um and class started at like 8 30 and it's like 8 15 I'm, I'm on my way there and just rain starts pouring like the most insane rain like heavy heavy rain um starts pouring and I'm like fuck because I have my laptop in my bag sorry I don't know if I could swear yeah on you can swear oh swear slay. I should tell oh that's a good thing I need to remember to tell guests because <laughs> I'm just collecting information that I need to share with guests before mm-hmm. they join that's another one yep swear cool. away cool yeah so I was like fuck like I have like my laptop in my like canvas bag like I'm fucked so I'm standing under this bridge and I am waiting to like for some kind of miracle to happen because I'm going to be late and I'm just fucking stuck and I'm just standing there and this person walks past me and they're like hey are you okay and I was like yeah I'm good you know just waiting for the rain ha 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 yeah uh and then they're like oh do you want my umbrella? <gasps> oh. And I was like, what? And she was <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, yeah, you can have it. I was like, why? And she's like, oh, I, I don't really need it. Like, I don't mind the rain that much. Like, it is like torrential downpour. I was like, what the fuck do you mean you don't mind the rain that much? Like, this is not like, it's not like a cute, like, it's spitting and there's going to be a rainbow after. Like, it is wet yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, okay and she's like here here just take it take it and I was like wow thank you and you had no idea who no and then she just walks off into the rain shut up shut up literally just like that's like a mystical moment yeah I was like you're a ghost like that gives me like um what do they call it when it's like your your angel your yeah that gives like me a guardian that. angel guardian kind of angel vibe. vibes of just like this is for you this is a moment and i'm gonna disappear now into the torrential downpour yeah literally wow. and so then like i like run to class with this person's umbrella and i'm like fuck like one how the fuck do i give this back to you i don't know because i don't know who the hell you are mm-hmm. But it was, like, the nicest thing that anyone has ever done. And I don't know who this person is. Yeah. And you have never found out. No. And that's just, like, that a, was, yeah, like a four beautiful years ago. moment. I yeah. love that. You it was were, like, crazy. this person had your back. Your yeah. laptop is saved. And yeah. so was your hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I was soul. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And, the, and like, they, I don't know where they were going. Yeah. Just, like, soaking wet outside. Wow. Like, that's essentially, cool. the, the Detroit River was basically in the direction that they would have been heading. So oh, I was like, wow. Are you going to just walk into the river? <laughs> like, what's going on? That's cool. Yeah, That's crazy. awesome. I yeah. love that. Okay, that reminded me. I want to share a human to human moment that I said I was going to share in my 100th episode. Mm. Wasn't sure how it was going to come about because it was like I was going to do a solo episode. But mm. I this is fun because I get to tell you. <gasps> I 
um, ran into an ex, and this will segue well into our topic today. Okay. I ran into an ex at a country bar, and I'm not a country bitch, but I was. I went to this bar, saw line, dan- line dancing, and I was like, I need to go to this bar and go Absolutely. line dancing. So I was at this bar, and this was my human to human moment that I was like, whoa, a friend where I'm dancing with two of my friends. They hadn't met before. They just met each other, whatever. Mm. I lock eyes with my friend and and she just gives me this look. And I literally say to her, who's here? Is it blank? And I'm saying a different ex than the ex that was actually there. But yeah. I, there was a, you know, when you're like, oh, I have this one ex that if I ran into them, I just, I don't ever yes. want to run into that or like, ex. yeah, there's some people where like, I, I feel like I can sense her presence. And then my, my shoulders just like raise to my yeah, ears yeah. and I'm like in a little bit of fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the fact that I could just see my friend's face mm. and read it. That there was someone there that was alarming to me and was very personal to me was fucking cool. And so I said, like, is it this person? And she's like, no, but close. And I was like, who? And then she states this guy who I had like a fling with and it ended in a bit of a heartbreak right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I ended up talking to the guy. He ended up. So after this happened, we were like, oh, my God, what do we do? what do we do what mm-hmm. do you need Jess I'm like let's go to the bathroom we pile into a stall I explain the situation to the other friend and then a really good song comes on that I saw originally fell in love with line dancing from mm. because of the song so I'm like fuck all of this I don't give a fuck who's here we're gonna go line dance right now we yeah, went yeah. line dancing and my friend who spotted him was watching him the whole time saw him see me and he like his jaw dropped <gasps> he was like and you're like yes I'm it like, did yes it did yes, I'm it literally did. line dancing like a baddie right now then we of think course. he leaves and then he comes up to me he's at the bar and my friend goes the same friend she's like oh my god he, no he's here oh my god he didn't leave oh my god he's behind you oh my god he's really close to you oh my god he's coming up to you oh my god he's right behind you and then he's like what and I'm like what and then we like talked and then it was like actually mm. kind of funny and hilarious and oh, like nice. brought my like 19 year old self mm. inner peace I was like if my 19 year old self could see me now and how Yes, it was like, that was so crazy. But at the end of the day, I was kind of unfazed. Like, I woke up the next morning and just, like, continued on with my life and, like, told my boyfriend. And he was like, LOL. And I was like, LOL. And then we, like, moved on. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. That's so nice. Yeah. When you're heartbroken, you sometimes think you'll never get out of that space. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That's so so magic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Human moments, man. (gasps) Beautiful. What a treat. I wanted to ask you, because we're talking about kind of the differences between online dating Mm -hmm. versus in real life dating, Mm -hmm. and I was reflecting on my own experience, and I noticed that any person who is actually a very significant relationship in my life mm. any men that I have had like a romantic relationship situationship whatever I actually met in person that's in real crazy. life crazy yeah I've gone on a lot of online dates I've gone mm. on a lot of first dates but none of them really led anywhere significant so I wanted to ask you what has your like history been like with it oh my god and this is so funny and I'm really glad that that's your perspective because mine is the polar opposite okay great so like I I don't know if I've ever gone on like a real life date whoa yeah okay um I like I've met people at bars and whatever like I, like I've done that whole situation um but I've never like met someone in real life and then had like something turn into like okay now we're going on a date mm. like a romantic date mm-hmm. um I don't know like it just never really happened um I think it was just the people who I was socializing around that I just like really wasn't interested so I have been like using dating apps, I think since I was like allowed to, I think like since I think like 16 oh, is I the like, it was age 18. I think when I know Tinder 
because that's where I started because it was before okay. like it was before Bumble before Hinge before all the other ones yeah. it was when it was like just Tinder um I think the age was 16 so you could have a Tinder account if you were 16 I think okay yeah. I think you might be right mm-hmm. I remember using dating apps for the first time, I think, when I turned 18. Mm. I think there's a period of time where you had to be 18. Yeah. So have you had a serious relationship from a dating app? Um, What is hilarious is now I can say yes. Yeah. Because also we were chatting before and yeah. I didn't tell you I'm seeing someone now. <gasps> oh, my God. We went into your love story, but it was I about know. someone old. Yeah. Oh, my it God. So it's like now you get the real life, like you get the recorded, yeah. honest Her reaction. Yeah. Well, congrats. Okay, I'm excited. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about the deets yeah, after. Yeah, of course. Um. So now wow. I can say I have had a like relationship start online and then turn into something more significant. Okay. Before February, I would say like all of the relationships that I've had, um, with people that I've met online have all been like situationships okay. casual dating yeah all that sort of thing okay yeah okay let's get into situationships and casual dating absolutely because i feel like that is like the norm now totally that i even okay so with the guy that i ran into is a situationship situation mm. <laughs> and and there was never like i had to pursue the are we exclusive conversation mm. there was never a girlfriend boyfriend conversation mm. but sometimes it's weird how you maybe won't even have the boyfriend girlfriend label yet it can hold such a significant like presence in your life and this person can practically be a real relationship but you don't call it that yeah no it's awful and like I've talked to so many friends about it because I feel like I have gotten to the other side of like I I have been in all of those relationships that are similar to that and it's been so shit so anytime I hear my friends telling me stories I'm like it's garbage it is garbage get out get out of there and hold that relationship accountable to what it really is right I'm someone who's of the opinion that if you are seeing someone romantically for like more than three dates or in a way that it feels akinly meaningful to that mm-hmm. that's a relationship yeah whether you are you know you are uh, exclusively seeing each other whether you are committed and you would call that person your partner that's a relationship mm. because you are being intimate with that person in the same way that friendships are a relationship like mm-hmm. I think we allow people to like let themselves off the hook and we allow ourselves to then let other people off the hook when they disappoint you when you call a situationship not a relationship. Yeah. And just because it's not a committed romantic relationship doesn't mean that that person isn't isn't and shouldn't be held accountable to how they treat you and how they take care of you. Mm. Because being intimate with someone like they still owe you human decency. Hi. Like mm-hmm. the disrespect that I have experienced from people that I've been in situationships with because they're not dating me because right. I'm not their partner is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like people feel like they don't owe you an explanation as to like why they might not want to see you anymore totally. when it doesn't have a girlfriend, boyfriend or girlfriend, girlfriend or boyfriend, boyfriend label? Yeah, I think um, I feel like it's more that because it's not a relationship, I don't have to break up with you. Yeah. Sort of situation. Yeah. Or it's like, because we're not dating, you're not my partner. I don't have to take care of you in Ooh. that way. But I've also had friends who are in that kind of situation with people where like, oh gosh, I have a friend who who's seeing a guy and 
like he would hit her up all the time message her and they'd be like oh me more this that the other thing yeah um and you know she would want to like you know he'd make her breakfast he would want to make her dinner take her on dates see her all the time pay for her ubers all of this shit but when it comes down to like whether or not they're going to be exclusive whatever like then backs off the conversation Mm. runs away tail between the legs like i'm not you know i can't be here i'm not doing that that's too much for me but like you're treating me like your partner yeah i am like you are doing all of the things but you're just so scared to have the label to hold yourself accountable Ah. to either like what you perceive to be exclusivity or just human decency that when shit gets hard you're not gonna just fucking run away Mm -hmm. you know and i think Mm -hmm. there's there's an element there to it that people are are scared people are scared to get their feelings hurt yeah Mm -hmm. and so because you don't have this conversation where you actually decide what you are and you label it i think there is that feeling of like oh i'm not responsible for this person's feelings and i can't get my feelings hurt which is bullshit oh my god yeah i don't think it matters what you call something it's gonna progress how it's naturally gonna progress totally and like i have said in episodes i mourned a two-month fling more than a two-year relationship also because i probably i mourned a relationship while i was still in it Mm. but like the label doesn't equate to the intensity and the vulnerability that you share with someone absolutely your body doesn't know what a situationship (laughs) is okay and like i oh my god i that's so good i can't remember what it was it might have been a tiktok might have been a youtube video or something but they were talking about the way that people will do things like quote unquote ironically okay so in the way that um i don't know like one right now i can't stop saying slay i <laughs> love saying slay it's an oral fixation makes me so happy i love it like i think it kind of started off as a little bit of a baby joke and yeah. here i am peppering it into every single conversation i have because my body doesn't know that i'm having a little internal joke with myself your body doesn't fucking know those things like how would it know so right. like or oh my god when i was in high school everyone did this little piece thing over with their with their fingers over their eyes stop. so when you would greet people you'd put your little fingers up over the eyes and do like a little face and you know it was a joke and then people would do it ironically but then you would just do it all the time and then you don't realize you're yeah you're right and And you're like shit why do i do this all of the time now because your body doesn't know what irony is so in the same way that your body doesn't know what irony is your body doesn't know what a situationship is so it doesn't know that the person that you're seeing intimately in this way isn't your partner so when they do something that hurts your feelings it's gonna hurt your feelings and you don't have to run yourself into circles asking why do I feel vulnerable right now when this person who's not my partner has treated me like this yeah because you're seeing someone in this intimate way like as much as we live in a casual sex society like there is still intimacy around sex like it is still like an intimate thing to do with people also like holding hands can be really fucking intimate like, oh yeah having deep conversations can be really fucking intimate sleeping with someone in the same bed yeah. can be very intimate oh my god cuddling yeah all of that like you're you don't you can't intellectualize yourself out of feeling something mm. 
I love trauma's this. Trauma's the body. I, what is yeah, it? the body or trauma? Trauma? Trauma in the body? Trauma is the body. The body is trauma. That book. I'm man. Oh, I have not read that book, it's, but I should. Yes, it's about how yeah trauma lives in your trauma body. Trauma lives in your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also, I think, kind of interesting because I was watching a little bit of a podcast actually that Lucy Hale was on and from Pretty Little Liars mm. Slay. <laughs> let's say slay bring it in um, it's it's a good it's a good old word yeah and and she was talking about alcohol and mm. her journey to sobriety and how like she was very tied to this idea that like her most authentic self came out when she was drunk mm. and it's so interesting that our society does say that like oh my god all the thoughts that you don't want to say when you're sober come out when you're drunk and i feel like there's also this like lack of responsibility you take when you get drunk and you're like oh well i hooked up with that person but i was drunk or like oh like i remember a situation i was in where like the person i was in a thing with would only get vulnerable when they were drunk Mm. and so i'm like there's a certain like wall you're putting up that i think like there are emotions you want to share and your body also like the information you're told yes if you're drunk if you're not drunk if you're high if you're not high whatever it's like you still told me this vulnerable information that bonds us more Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter to my body what our label is or yes we were using substances but you still told me intimate things or i told you intimate things and i things. still know this information yes and i think yeah there's an element to that too of like you need to be drunk or, or you need to be intoxicated in order to get yourself somewhere or i think at the baseline a lot of people feel like they need to be intoxicated in order to have fun mm-hmm. um which oh my god i've been doing dry february this month. <gasps> oh my god i literally have a guest who i want to bring on after you mm-hmm. who's talking about sobriety and sober curiosity and stuff like that but like like how has it been oh my god so uh, like <laughs> good i found i'm not i'm not a big like I'm just doing it mainly with alcohol um because I'm a big social drinker I, mm-hmm. I find like I don't really need to drink alone um I don't I don't rely on alcohol in that way but man like I am such a social drinker so like I would go out with friends and like we'd be at you know some bar somewhere and they'd be like, oh do you want to do a shot do you want to get a drink and like my subconscious response is to just say yes yeah like I don't actually think about whether or not I want to consume that yeah that like substance yeah. I just say yes because that's what you do when you go out is mm-hmm. you get drinks you have like shots whatever with your friends mm-hmm. and then like I would have to stop myself and be like shit like sorry guys I'm doing dry February I'm not drinking this month mm-hmm. and like whoa like the way I've had to kind of rewrite the way that I participate in like social gatherings with my friends like it's so interesting so I think I'm at like the like three-ish four week mark now yeah and I was just uh celebrating a friend's birthday last night and I I was good I was like I'm not craving alcohol like Mm -hmm. I don't want to drink like Mm -hmm. I feel really good Mm -hmm. and it's it feels really nice to to be able to I don't know challenge myself to to find sobriety and like ask myself how I'm really interacting with this substance wow um that's beautiful yeah it's yeah been cool. yeah I saw this post on Instagram that I thought was so fucking smart was talking about drinking on first dates and how it's actually not a great idea because yeah. you won't catch red flags mm. as much it's a depressant so you won't actually be able to tell how much that connection feels with mm-hmm. that brand new person mm-hmm. because because you're being kind of your energy is being lowered in that way you're not going to feel that like same excitement That's so and cool. it changes the way you like process the way you're engaging with this person so 
you might get a totally like not wrong but you might get a, a bit of an off feel from this person mm-hmm. because you're drinking yeah. versus if you were sober you would pick up on things that you probably wouldn't have otherwise yeah and i was like i have never heard anybody talk about this this is smart because like so uh, smart. let's go for drinks is such a casual way to be like let's go on a first date yeah 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 and then people get nervous and then they rely on the alcohol to just kind of like calm the nerves mm-hmm. um sort of lower inhibition so you feel less like you have a lot of boundaries up like you need something to pull down those boundaries oh for my you. god which is also like the boundaries are there for a reason yeah your body does put those protective measures up in front of new people for a reason so you're way less likely to honor yourself i think if you're drinking yeah or like of course this person's a stranger you don't know them it's not going to be like perfect off yeah the first five seconds yeah okay i wanted to talk about while we're on the first date kind of (gasps) rant I was thinking about COVID and Mm. I did a lot of online dating during COVID. And so there was like this birth of first dates via Zoom Mm. or FaceTime or the phone calls. Yeah, yeah. And what are your thoughts? Have you ever done them? Oh, my God. So I I've never did any of the online dates. I don't think. Oh, no, that's not true. I did one phone date um, with this person who lived in Guelph. <laughs> I don't know what, how we matched because yeah. uh, it's funny. We were talking about like radius earlier. Yeah. And like my radius is very small because yeah. I, I, I'm not in the mood. Like I will not hop on <laughs> to and go to the other side of the Don Valley Parkway. Like no, no offense. <laughs> like mad respect. Big kiss. Um, yeah. I, here for the locals. Yeah. Um, so Because then you find yourself in a long distance relationship. Uh, and we, I can't do that. No, I don't no. have the space. No. Um, so yeah, um, I did one phone date with this person over the phone, uh, was very flattered when they complimented how nice my voice sounds on the phone. I was like, oh my God, interesting. Thanks. Um, love that. Yeah. And so then we, I think we had like a couple like phone call dates and then, um, he drove from Guelph to like hang out with me here. Okay. Which was very flattering. Yeah. I was like, thanks. That's thanks a for the mission. Thanks for making the drive. Yeah. Um, Funny what people do for love. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. So I've done like one phone date, which was cute. Like uh, I had a friend tell me a story about a phone or a, a Zoom date that he yeah. went on like in bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they were just like chatting over Chilling Zoom and like he just like he did the classic thing of like just have the shirt on and like yeah. sweatpants like yeah lying in bed like laptop propped up so you can like kind of see the face yeah yeah, yeah. i am having flashes oh <laughs> right now and it's it's like whoa yeah. i forgot that all happened in my life right like truly i did a lot I did a lot of Zoom, FaceTime, and phone call dates. And now I'm processing the fact that I got ghosted by someone that I only went on one in-person date with. Mm -hmm. But we had, like, at least one phone date and Mm -hmm. then at least one FaceTime date. Mm -hmm. So then you actually have talked to this person more than just your in-person date. And so it's like, again, your body doesn't really know and it's confused because you feel closer to this person than you actually kind of are. And then the i've had i've had weird like first second dates from dating apps be like dramatic endings truly like i have had two instances where i got ghosted and i only went on one to two dates with this person but Mm -hmm. i the first time i was like devastated and then the second time i was like kind of upset but then after that second ghosting i remember i went on two facetime dates with this other guy and he like paid for me to he sent me a starbucks ten dollar gift card to be like let me pay for your coffee for our 
for our phone date or whatever Cute. yeah have it this is my number one advice though for first dates and stuff have an end time yeah have a time to fucking yeah. get the fuck out of there oh my god okay not a zoom date <laughs> but this was uh, this was a, a covid date uh i went on a date with someone uh and we it was this is i will never do daytime dates and this is the date Whoa. that's why i like a good nighttime date because stop that's so interesting because there is like an end time of right. like i have to go to work the next yeah. day i have to sleep so that's yeah. why i have to leave and then it gives you an out that is like the day is done yeah. or like if you really like them and you want to have a little sleepover moment like yeah. you can do that yeah but after this one day i refuse to do another daytime date um where so we met up at one o'clock and we went to go get um like bubble tea so we got bubble tea and then we went on a walk it was very cute it was really nice yeah um but because there was no like end time set Mm -hmm. um we went on a walk and then we walked a shit ton like probably at least five kilometers like it was a long ass fucking walk (laughs) and then he was like oh i have my car if you want we can walk like to my house and then we'll grab the car and then we can go like get food somewhere and i was like okay sure cool so then we drive to go get food at this one place but traffic is really bad so we double back (gasps) around and go the opposite fucking direction and we don't know where to go for lunch and like I don't know. On first dates, I don't love to make a choice because I I try to make the choice like collectively or it's like I need you to make a decision or like we can collectively be like it's this or this and whatever. So then we end up like going to a food court (laughs) to go get food on this first date. And by this time, um, it's probably like five o'clock oh my god you've been with him since one since one o'clock because we've also sweat your ass off yeah yeah because we walked around a shit ton yeah also he showed up wearing these like really ugly hiking shoes (laughs) which like is fine but is not what i wanted yeah yeah yeah. and he had like one of those like running backpacks with like the little like hydro pack in the back (laughs) and i was like we're on a casual like walking like this was not a hike no like it was not a hike there was no need no need were you walking on pavement um like yeah it was like a paved path oh god it, it was it, like it, a it, paved it, walking path okay, okay, and i was yeah. like why are you wearing hiking boots yeah i was like your arches don't need that much support <laughs> <laughs> like like love you but like it's okay yeah. um and so then we go to this fucking food court and get food and then he's like oh like let's drive back to this place and we'll go eat it there and i'm like cool sure whatever so then we drive um to go eat at this park which then it takes us a shit ton of time to drive there and also find a parking spot this sounds exhausting yeah and also like by hour two we were running out of shit to talk about right so now so we're at like, like hour six. Oh my god and it is a marathon it's not like one of those like nighttime dates where it's sort of like you can talk about like it is the nighttime or yeah. like if we're gonna like i don't know go down the avenue of starting to hook up like you're not saying words you know like that's or like words are not the primary focus it is our six of of like event and activity number four you know and it's like i'm (laughs) over it and also like he is seeming to like not really like he's not phased he is unfazed and having a great time so it's just like how can you not see that like this is taking too long. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? And I also, like, I mean, I didn't exactly speak up and say, like... It's hard in the moment. But, yeah, it's, it's like really, you, you're really just hard. meeting someone. Yeah. And it's, like, it's hour six, so then we're eating. Um, and the sun is going down. <gasps> and you're, like, how long have I been here? Literally. And it's, like, summer, so I'm sure the sun's yeah. setting at, like, at nine. Like, yeah, eight. so it's, like, it's like 8.30 or some oh, shit. The sun is, God. like, setting. And I was, like, I... Oh, my God. You get, I know those ones. You literally get home and you're like, what the fuck did I just do? What have I been doing? Yeah. And then it's so late. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, like, I was like, look, I'm I'm just getting really tired. Because he's like, Good oh, like, you. do you want to go do something else? And I was like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is starting into a 10 hour. This is a marathon. This is a proper triathlon. Yeah. Like, we have hiked. <laughs> we're in a vehicle. Like, next, when you are swimming. you peed more than three times, you should not be there anymore. You know? You know, I would have peed so many times. But this is, Christ. I had this happen to me where I went on a five hour date during covid no bathrooms it was outside it was not summer it was fucking cold and i needed this guy this is our second in-person date Mm -hmm. fourth date overall if you count like two phone dates yeah yeah. and i knew i was not interested Mm -hmm. at all and i am in i am in my car driving him home so luckily i have that sense of control but he this is like after this date i was like i'm done dating i can't (gasps) and i took a break and then i met my boyfriend but i like didn't seek him out yeah um but he i he asked me in my car what if i would go on a third date with him and i was like <sighs> did you say no in the car i said no in the car that's then, so brave i know Good but then you. we had an hour too long conversation where he felt like it felt like a breakup smoke. oh my god no it was so bad it was so bad and i held my pee for so long no <laughs> yeah in the car in the stop and i stop be like please look i know you want to talk but i'm gonna piss my hands my please go pants. home i don't get out of my car oh my god I imagine if you were like awful. hey do you mind if i like i get we're not gonna see each other but like can i just like borrow your bathroom real quick like, i i yeah, right <laughs> like let, let me meet your whole family because he lived with his family though oh so gosh no. and, like hi everyone yeah. i'm not gonna be seeing your son <laughs> ever again but he says he wants to be friends with me but that's not gonna but happen. we're not gonna hang out no and it's funny because i i from that story i realized mm-hmm. i've done so many daytime dates like so many and i i sometimes know i sometimes take them as a green flag because mm-hmm. that's like i when like the man i'm currently with when mm-hmm. he asked i kind of asked him out on a date but also like wasn't really a date because we like mm-hmm. we didn't know if that was the intention but mm-hmm. he was like i'm free at 11 a.m on a saturday and i was like 11 <laughs> jesus <laughs> okay. like, what are you doing I, at 12 i was Why not still 12? hungover oh like my God. seriously but i said to him because of how awful that, mm-hmm. that other date was i said to him i have plans at three i'm going to my friend's house i was home at three genius and perfect but green flag yes but you your boundaries. need to say it either yeah. The moment you get in the car or you meet them, you have to yeah. say, like, I uh, blah, blah, blah. But it's better to say it, I think, beforehand in a text message yeah. because then the, this, the, you don't have to trust yourself to say it in the moment if it's yeah. awkward. And if you also, like, if you're someone who you're like, you're a bad liar, because, like, sometimes I'm a really fucking oh, bad liar. I'm a whor- I can't think of one on the spot either. No. Yeah. Or if, like, if they'll, I don't know, not that they would pry or, like, ask any more questions, but, like, if the, oh, like, what are you doing at three is a question where you're like, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. like, just, have your story like have set your, your boundaries yep. whatever yep. like and if they don't respect it like that's a great litmus test yeah and it's a wonderful way to end a date because yeah. it's really hard to end first dates i think yes unless there's like a scheduled dinner you pay for your bill you go home right. like we were going on a walk so a walk can end at any goddamn time that's you true. want that's true and my walk ended like seven hours later yeah so. yeah. yeah and so and also it's so 
exhausting to spend that much time with a brand new person who you also like there's a high chance you'll never see them ever again right you know what i mean if it's a first date and you really and it's harder to gauge if you like them or not or you're just exhausted because you were gone for hours and then like then you're just fucking grumpy because like i was just grumpy after a while and it was like I feel like I've seen too much of you on this first date. Like you are showing all of your cards and I'm over it. Like it's funny. Oh my gosh. So this is just another story of like some, a situation ship that turns so, 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 so sour Um, where it's sort of like the end was prolonged for far too long. And so now when I think back on that, like, that relationship that we had I feel really negative about it mm. because of how it ended not because of what it was which I mean granted our communication wasn't great but like if that's me being critical but like the way that it ended this sort of prolonged no end end makes me so viscerally angry mm. that like that's how I feel about the relationship now so I feel like you can apply the same to a first date where yeah. like don't I don't need everything don't no, give me everything no. I don't think anyone wants everything and you shouldn't do a back-to-back date where it's like you see each other on a friday and then a saturday i did that once and it gets like you get way too like invested Mm. and and like seeing each other that close like have at least a a, a 24 hour period or 48 a little break also to get excited to see them again and so then this was the first guy who ever ghosted me so then i was (gasps) so like whoa because i thought we had a great time on Mm -hmm. these first two dates but really it was like i just saw too much of you but i liked it and then it It was was just like this mad infatuation yeah i went on one oh my god crazy crazy tinder date uh where i matched (laughs) with someone and um like he asked me to meet him at the park so this was march 2021 so this was when the lockdown happened again yes i I was just thinking about this yeah Yeah, and it was like super intense and i think there wasn't like a curfew but they were really like like concerned about people going out at certain times Mm -hmm. um and uh he was like look i'm gonna leave like i'm gonna be leaving the city for like a month on thursday but i really want to see you do you want to like meet up at a park and like hang out and i was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so i called my friend i was like i was like am i crazy like is this wild and she's like just go and i was like okay okay (laughs) um and so yeah we hung out all night and just chatted in the park it was beautiful it was like so amazing uh Uh, and then yeah the next day he texted me all these things about like how beautiful i am and blah 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 blah. um and then he left and then just nothing (gasps) see it's like you shouldn't have even like i feel like if someone's about to leave for a month don't start something and then leave because that's just and then when he left and then came back and then and like now he's seeing somebody else so it was like (gasps) It was just heartbreaking because I was like, oh, my God, you're telling me all the, like, what did I do? And it's like, no, I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just the circumstances of what yeah. this was. Yeah. Um, and I like I I sent myself spiraling down this hole of just like sheer excitement over what right. this could have been. Yeah. And it's like, no, like you, I, I feel like you can't you can't write something. You can't write the narrative. No. Uh, and I'm guilty of that. <laughs> and I think I don't know. What do you think about the time frame mm. between matching with someone and messaging mm-hmm. until you actually go on a date because i feel like if you know you're really vibing mm-hmm. i when it goes on too long you start to like 
your brain naturally fills in the blanks that it doesn't know about this person and then you think they're a completely different person than they actually are and then you can't start to actually like them for who they are because your expectations are now let down that you probably shouldn't have had in the first place but you naturally got them right but that like you wrote for yourself because you needed to decide this this person was someone like oh my god in the way that do you ever have crushes on people and you're like oh my god they're just like so like this and like so amazing and And then they do something that's unlike the like narrative and personality that you've created for them for like for them and you're like oh that's a little different than like (laughs) why would you do that like you don't do that like you're not who i i made up who you are and that's not who you are at all you know it's messy it's It's messy and it's funny because what you were saying though about Mm -hmm. nighttime dates it made me think that like nighttime dates i feel like are good ideas in a good idea in the sense of like there's certain topics you might not touch on in the daytime because it feels just very bright outside. Something about like the mood and something about the sun not being up for yeah. a nighttime date. I don't know. It feels like I feel like it feels a little more intimate. It feels a little bit more romantic. Yeah. And then like because it's the nighttime, like it doesn't lend itself to having multiple activities. Yes. So someone can't force you on, you know, your five hour walking date yeah. because it's 11 p.m. and yeah. you have to leave. Like mm-hmm. something about things happening at the night feels a little bit like like there is a natural bookend that you don't get with like daytime dates necessarily which is why like I think if you want to do a daytime date you just have to kind of cook those in a little yeah Um, yeah and it makes me even think about like how you said it's like when it's a nighttime date it's easier to like you know get a little frisky start a hookup in a little way it's like it makes me think about my first kiss with my boyfriend it was so fucking bright outside and there were just like we were in his car and there was just so many people kind of around so it was like I remember right before we actually kissed, there was just so much nonsense coming out of my mouth because you're still talking, but Mm. you both know you're about to kiss, but you're Mm. like not yet kissing. So you don't want it to be like completely silent because he hasn't made the move yet. And so it was just like, I was saying gibberish, Ah. like the most weird things were coming out of my mouth. But I'm like, if that was a nighttime experience, it probably would have been so different Mm -hmm. because it's not as like you can't see everything on my face i feel like you feel i I feel like a little less on display yes in those moments exactly like i feel i feel less like a passing car knows exactly what i'm doing you know like there's something about it that feels a little a little safer and makes me feel like i'm more focused on whoever i'm with Mm -hmm. so like the so my partner who i'm seeing now we didn't kiss until our second date um and so she came over and we were watching movies in my apartment and we were watching like like tv shows and whatever for so long (laughs) for so long this is your second date this was our second date okay so like we made uh i think did we make i think we made pasta we made like homemade pasta ate the pasta and then we're just like watching whatever like you know like shit on crave and netflix and stuff but we are we watched like an entire season of something before we like before any moves were made that's a lot of (laughs) watching it is but also like i think it's a very like queer thing of like especially for like uh, like like queer femmes who are dating where it's like you n- no one makes the first move because you're scared to like make it and be wrong or make it and have it not be well received mm. or this idea of like I don't want to like force anything so I'm going to be super respectful so it was like this like inching of like weight on on 
on like other body parts of yeah. like weight of my arm like in my elbow slightly touching your knee yeah, and yeah, like yeah. oh it was like another marathon of like getting to this place and it's like I was scared to make the move so she had to make the move yeah um and there's also yeah. less of the like stereotypical like the man makes the move so right then you're like you're like there's no reason for me to wait for her yeah there's no reason for her to wait for me yeah who's gonna do who's it? gonna do it but also like are you gonna or am, <laughs> am I gonna are you should 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 we are we gonna are we gonna kiss or not? <laughs> um, it, which is so funny and is like super sincere and really mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think about your original question because I feel like I've gone. Oh over no, here. I like where we're going. I also want to talk about queer online oh dating God. and the experience and like yeah yeah. So I, I I also feel like it's hard to just like advertise yourself and i think men are more notorious for having shitty dating profiles Mm. but i don't know what's what was what's your experience been like oh my god so like i feel like for myself i i mean i don't i don't think i ever came out ever and i don't think i ever will Mm. but i feel like i (laughs) i didn't like advertise or like publicize myself as being queer until the pandemic when i was just like let me like switch my hinge to like all people you know (laughs) instead of like just men just women I was like show me everybody um yeah and it's it's difficult oh my god this is something that I've talked to uh, my partner about and just that like I feel like if a man were to reject me on a dating app or like on a date it's like whatever but like if a woman or like a femme person or whoever like someone who's not a man does it's like you did it intentionally like it was thoughtful (laughs) like there's like there's some oh thought behind that choice, God. you know, where it's like, ooh, ooh, you know, like that's <laughs> so interesting. It's really funny. I kind of get it though. Yeah. Of like, oh, like uh, I was like, fuck that guy, whatever. But yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Because I also feel woman? like we yeah. think women are very thoughtful and mm. think very deeply about things, or mm-hmm. someone who just like when you when you when you think about someone who's not like a straight man. Mm there's i don't know there's like a more softness to it a more thoughtfulness to it that you're like oh so you intentionally didn't like me <laughs> right it's just like my funny joke of it yeah. it's like it's like oh god it's like what's wrong with me yeah. oh my god um, yeah i'd say like did, i wait sorry question oh. did you change the way your profile presented itself when you were like mm, i'm gonna say everybody instead of just men um like I think maybe a a little bit, not a ton. Um, I feel like definitely the the kind of interactions I was having with people after mm. have been wild. Like, um, I was seeing a lot of men in 2022 and just got really really over it. And so like now, uh, before I met my partner, all of my like dating um like things were just women and the way that I was harassed significantly less and <gasps> quite frankly not at all wow. was like kind of insane I believe it um yeah I have a folder on my phone of photos and it's uh it's an album called uh, love letters from a dead boy <laughs> uh which is just a reference from uh streetcar named desire <laughs> um and it's screenshots of messages that I've received from men on dating apps um of people like asking to drink my bath water um 
the like you know offen- not offensive but just like rude things of like sit on my face and, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and uh some of them are really funny like i got one from a guy who was like doobie 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 scuba blah, blah. uh hey simone i wrote this song for you but you won't get to hear the rest unless we go on a date <laughs> i was like oh that's fucking hilarious yeah um but yeah the way that when i like transitioned over to like exclusively not exclusively but like really wanting to focus on like seeing women um and like uh and non-binary people like there was such a shift in the way that I found I was interacting with people in Mm -hmm. that sort of like romantic dating sense Mm -hmm. um also I think a big thing for queer people dating is like you have that immediate bond of like when did you find out you were queer? Like, what has yeah. your journey been like for you? Like, how, how is, how are you going about this? What was it like? How are your, like, how does your family react? Like, Aww. there's this immediate kind of bond that brings in a really personal conversation mm-hmm. right off the bat. Like, the, is it even an icebreaker in a way? Kind of, of like, it can be one of those first conversations that totally. you have if both parties feel comfortable. Yeah. Or I think I, it doesn't really feel like a first conversation. Sometimes it's like the third of like, mm. so like, how, like, how, maybe not how are you queer, but like, how did you find out you're queer? Like, what yeah. did you find out? Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about your queerness? Mm-hmm. Like, this that the other thing and like it sort of brings a conversation to an immediate intimate place yes a a lot deeper than a lot of i i think like dates that um like straight people would go on or you know people who are in in sort of like straight relationships where it's sort of like you don't really necessarily have that focus on your relationship right off the cuff Mm. um which isn't to say that those relationships aren't like there is no intimacy of of depth and meaning but it's like the way that I've been on dates with people and they tell me like like some family trauma like right off the top and like you already have a lead into like their familial life like what matters to them like a really emotional conversation having first met someone yeah that's awesome that is crazy and it's pretty cool and it's really I'm really glad you're sharing this perspective because it's one that many people wouldn't have if Mm -hmm. they're not in the queer space yeah and they just have that like stereotypical and like the harassment part of it i'm 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 yeah it's so real i'm not surprised about that at all Mm. wow okay let's talk about how you've like presented yourself oh my god online i feel like i have to like pull it up oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah so what are your favorite what's your favorite um definitely so i started using tinder um because it was the only one that was available at the time Mm -hmm. um and like it tinder very much feels like the focus of uh of hookups right it's very fast it's really quick um it's it's very like yes no yes no yes no you're hot you're not you're hot you're not yeah um and i think that's kind of like tinder's purpose a lot of people jump onto tinder like when they've gotten out of a relationship and they're just looking to get back into the hookup game Mm -hmm. like that's very much what that feels like to me like i and then of the people that I met off of Tinder, I found those relationships really weren't super meaningful. Mm-hmm. So I think my favorite app to use was Hinge. That's the app that I met my current partner on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah which is fun i feel like because there's uh, like a big thing with hinge for like people who are unfamiliar is the like the little prompts and stuff yes so it's like photos of yourself baked in with like you have to answer three questions yeah um so i think there's it's a little bit of like of a barrier so someone can't just make a profile of just pictures with Mm -hmm. nothing like Mm -hmm. you have to put in a little bit of effort Mm -hmm. granted like it's not a lot. Yeah, like yeah. it's not like no one's no one's asking you to write a cover letter. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think uh, like that tiny bit of effort is a like is a little bit more, and and I think Hinge has become a lot more mainstream. So I think it's kind of losing that mm. that benefit. So it, like, there's a lot of people on Hinge, uh, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah, it also feels really youthful to me. I don't know why. Yeah, interesting. When I was on it, I felt like there was a lot more older people. Mm. I felt like I was like, ooh, this feels adult. Yeah. This feels, but I that was like also like eight two years ago. Mm. Yeah, it, it changes. I think they change so freaking so fast. fast. It's like first Tinder's a thing, then Bumble, then Hinge, but then you yeah, might go yeah. back to them. Yeah, it's so and you bounce between. I used to yeah. have a rule like when I was super single uh, and like really, really, really into the apps that like I could only have two at once. I couldn't have <laughs> That's a good rule. That's a good rule. Also, I have had this experience and I've seen like people on TikTok and social media have this experience where you're like, I've had a lot of times in my life where I'm like on the apps and then I delete them mm-hmm. and you have to like completely rebuild your profile again and then you see the same motherfuckers and you're like you're still here and and i'm still here here. (laughs) yeah but i'm like i keep leaving and coming back and seeing you again what's up with that that? or when you see the same person on different platforms Mm -hmm. that's a good rule two two, only two only two at once because also i felt like in the moments like if i had all three i was like something's wrong (laughs) like i because you can use it to also just like the way we use social media i've noticed when i've taken breaks i'm like oh i use this to like not feel my feelings because you can just distract yourself and a dating app is just another app on your phone that serves that purpose Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting too when you get into a relationship and you get off the apps which we should talk about like at what point that happens but there's this feeling of like i miss the swipe you right? forget that they're real people. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I literally just want to swipe on if I think people look hot or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tinder. Or just like the validation yeah. straight up. Like there would be periods of time when like I didn't want to see anyone and like I feel like a big part of kind of like the last couple months of 2022 and this sort of like intro to 2023 was like me actively making the choice to be single Mm -hmm. rather than viewing being single as a period of time between when you're in a relationship or not uh because like even when you're i'm a big believer that like when you're in a relationship you're still single like you're still a a human being yes you're still your individual self it's so funny because josh's friends my boyfriend's friends have literally said like i when I think of Jess and Josh, I don't think of Jess and Josh. I mm. think of like Josh and who he is. And I think of like Jess and who she is. And mm. I'm like, guys, thank you so much. I'm so glad. That's so but flattering. it also means yeah. that like we have a relationship where we are two distinct people. It's yeah. not like we travel together all the time. We're always together. And that's important. Totally. And it's like, otherwise you lose yourself. Cause like, if God forbid something happens in that relationship, where do you find yourself at the end? Yeah. You know, like, totally. who are you? And also like, I'm such a hyper independent person that mm. I could never like throw myself wholehearted. Like not, well, that sounds bad. Uh, that it, like, I, I, I wouldn't lose myself in a relationship. Yes. I love my independence and I love the fact that I have the capacity to like care for myself and look after myself and take care of myself. Absolutely. Like that's something I'm really, really proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so losing myself in a relationship like that or just kind of like, you know, being lost in the sauce of it all. Yeah. Like feels 
so out of reach and out of touch for myself yeah because I felt like um in the moments like in the like the darker moments when I had all three I was like what am I avoiding like what what holes am I trying to fill because the validation alone from people telling you like how attractive you are so nice Mm -hmm. I'm like I love a compliment. Yeah. I, I love a good compliment. You know, like, tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. Tell me how amazing and gorgeous and fantastic and entertaining and cool I am. Like, yeah. uh, like sorry, what? Yeah. Oh, really? You know, it feels amazing. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it gets to a point when, like, is that the reason why you're here? Or, like, mm. do you want a relationship? Mm-hmm. Or are you trying to meet someone? And I think that's another thing is that like people don't really disclose exactly what they want no and or i had the experience where a lot of people were like so what are you looking for on here yeah. and it's like it's question four yeah, you know right? and i'm like what how do i tell you what i'm looking for yeah i don't know you and also like why are you asking over text yes and it's true. like it's it feels too early on and it feels like if i don't give you the answer that you want you're just gonna like you're not gonna respond to my text and then i have to start at square one because that's that oh my god that was a huge thing whenever i was online dating was this idea of having to start at square one again mm. where it's like and the conversations i've had with my single friends of like if i have to go on a fucking first date with someone else again and i have to sit down and i have to tell them about my job and what i do and what my you know favorite color is and do you have siblings oh my fucking god like i'm gonna lose my marbles yeah. you know in the yeah. way that like you kind of recycle through these first dates and it feels so habitual mm-hmm. that like it's not interesting like mm-hmm. i'm not even interested in meeting you anymore i'm just trying to suss out like if i find you attractive if you're you know you, you know we're on a similar wavelength i don't think you're you know you're not like too far gone for me like we yeah. can kind of get along we vibe yeah you know like that's that's really the test that you're doing on a first date yeah. is like do i like you are you know are you still kind of the same person in person that you were online and like can we get along in a space like are you not you know you're not going to be weird to the server or whatever yeah yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah totally like that's it's a good a real test. Yeah, yeah yeah it's fine it's not like i have a million followers not yet not yet, not yet. Oh, thanks, happy 100th episode so jessica happy 100th episode <laughs> you're so cute okay i just wanted to do a rapid fire round to close oh, off the episode slay. yeah so there's just like a few a few questions and you can just give me your like first mm-hmm. first instinct first thought what is the best convo starter on an app oh ooh, ooh, ooh. um i hmm or one of the best. Doesn't have to be the best. Um, I think anything, anything that brings in a little bit of silly and a little bit of weird. Mm. Um, I had a really good one where, you know, when you're on your, your little lonely nights and you're like, it's one a.m. I'm gonna message eighteen people yes. on Tinder right now. Yes. Um, I would say send me send me your favorite meme. Oh, um, because also you get a sense for what their sense of humor is. Yeah. If they actually like memes, and if you're someone who likes memes and they don't get down with memes, why are you hanging out? Love. Like, if you can't be silly, if you can't be a silly goose with me off the top, what are we doing? That's what so doing? good. Okay, for anyone listening, that's a good combo yes. starter for your online dating apps. Uh, what is a profile must have? Mm, um, I think a. Hmm, I think like. Uh, a full body photo is super helpful just so that way like i know what you look like Mm -hmm. uh and that's not to say like if your body looked like something else i wouldn't want to see you but like i think it's just super helpful to gauge Mm -hmm. um 
I think photos of you doing things that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, if it's just kind of like it looks like a gallery of like of all of your like mirror selfies in the bathroom <laughs> um, of you in the same outfit. It's like hmm, I know you have to make your profile, but it's like show me show me what you like. Show me things about you because yeah. like it's also a bit of a vibe check off the top. Totally. Right. That's so like one. if I can see you doing the things that you like with your with your friends. Yeah. Doing the stuff you're that like makes on you a happy. horse or you're like at the beach. Or, Give me it all. Yeah, you know, there's books behind park, you. You know, like <laughs> all of these things are clues into who you are and what you care about and what you like which all will change well it it won't change but it it will tell the people who who you are showing up on their phones Mm. as to who you are Mm -hmm. because also I think being honest off the top is not a disservice to anyone Mm -hmm. if anything it's a it's a better service to you because you are then curating and telling the people in these lineups, this is who I am and this is who you're going to get. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I, I made a promise with myself that I would be upfront about my podcast uh, when I was online dating and yeah. I was single and I had my podcast. Mm. And I ended up having a guy come on the show to tell a story, tell like, oh God, this fucking funny, hilarious. crazy story. And we never ended up having anything romantic or whatever. He just yeah. like came on the show and that's I was like, cool. Fun. And it was a good way for me to be like, also, this is who I am. Yeah. And if you don't like what I do and you don't totally. like, you can also hear how I fucking talk. Yeah. Then bye. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite app if you're searching for like love hmm. i mean i don't know about the love part or or like but a, it's like i'd say i feel like hinge feels the most serious mm-hmm. um maybe bumble i feel like tinder i mean i know a lot of people who have who have partners that they have met off tinder mm. i think i don't know if there is an app that is the best i feel like maybe hinge but i would also say that like you can have those conversations with people as to like like maybe not you know like hey so nice to meet you what are you looking for Mm -hmm. but I think having that conversation of like this is what I want and this is what matters to me and that doesn't necessarily align with what you're also looking for especially in the world of people asking more emotionally from those in situationships than what they're giving and then getting in return like you're allowed to say look that's not that is not it for me Mm -hmm. so I gotta go yeah and that's like that is so valid yeah and that's not wrong no you know you gotta advocate for yourself yeah and a relationship doesn't necessarily end because it's bad no exactly um I posted recently that like a uh, a friend actually responded to a poll I put saying uh, a misaligned values is just I think one of the most common reasons people break up is mm. they simply want different things or mm. they believe different things mm. um what's the best place to meet someone in real life <gasps> Ooh, um I, somewhere public if you're meeting <laughs> someone like rule number one somewhere public if you're going to meet someone on the internet for the first time oh absolutely because yes. hi, let's be safe yeah let's be safe yes. first and foremost okay but for the people who don't want to online date where do you think oh like, oh this is what you mean yeah but oh that was a good that God. was a good we should say that <laughs> yes yeah please be safe please tell people where you are yes. if you have the capacity to like if you have the ability share your location with your friends um so that way they can see on like find my friends or whatever the android equivalent is of like where you are just for safety safety oh my god Mm -hmm. um and like text someone when you get home yes like do all of those things like take care of yourself Mm -hmm. please uh if you're meeting people in real life 
I don't know because I don't do that okay I would um, say I have an I have an yeah. answer I would say doing something you love doing yeah. something you enjoy yeah I met my boyfriend and this is my next follow-up uh question that I wanted mm-hmm. to throw out there um it's kind of like the best way to like slide into someone's dms <gasps> oh. and I you can share yours mm-hmm. my answer is like something if they post things about things they're passionate about yeah. and you agree, respond to that. Yeah. Swipe up on a story. Yeah. My boyfriend, before I knew who he was, he took one of my reels about COVID and how mm-hmm. that's what that's done to us. Me saying some random shit on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And he sent me this paragraph about his thoughts. That's so and he was cute. like, sorry, I'm just super passionate about this. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh my God so we you care about my thoughts. Yeah. Like, so we uh, realized we had aligned values in yeah. some sort of way and sort of our thoughts on something. And so that's a great way to like initiate if you think someone's super hot and spicy on a on a social Mm -hmm. media app but you don't know how to talk to them or you've never met them in person swipe up on a story or respond to like a post or something um but yeah in real life doing something you enjoy if you don't enjoy partying don't meet look for someone at a bar oh my god no because also like don't go meet someone at a rave if that's like not (laughs) Not your your vibe because like yeah that's what their interest will be like if you don't like traveling don't meet someone travel you know like that kind of rule i think is so effective and so great yeah yeah um yeah oh my gosh to get into your sliding to the dms question yeah Yeah. literally like that's how i've like slid into people's dms before it's just like just caring about their interests Mm -hmm. oh my gosh it's so flattering um to have someone be like oh my gosh this thing that you just put up so fucking cool Mm -hmm. like it looks so good like tell me about it yeah and like start a conversation Mm -hmm. i think like that's so perfect because also it, it feels the least forced yes um and it's the least awkward of like, oh, sorry, I meant to send that to my friend. How are you, though, by the way? Yeah, you know? that's weird. And yeah. also, like, you don't need to have a forever ongoing conversation. Like, before I actually met Josh in person, we would randomly message each other when it was like when it was something he posted on his mm. story or I posted something. And it would be like a three or four text exchange. Mm. And then we wouldn't talk. We didn't talk for like weeks. But then something else came up and some other reason he was in my DMs. And I think that's better yeah. than being like, how are you? I'm like, I don't know who you are. I actually don't give a fuck how you are because I don't mm. know you. I don't yeah. know what your life is like. Yeah. And then it's that thing of like, you're trying to prolong this thing and make it into something good when like, that's not what it needs to be. No. Like us having a continuous ongoing conversation forever doesn't mean we have a good relationship. Exactly. It doesn't mean I know you. No. Either. No. And I'd say even like similarly for friendships, like mm. I have some amazing friendships with people who I maybe speak to three times a year. But the way that we talk to each other is like it's like I spoke to them yesterday. Yeah. You know, and it's like it doesn't fucking matter that I mm-hmm. haven't seen you in four months, but like let's lay it all out on the table because yeah. like this is just a relationship that we have. Yeah. And it can turn into something else for sure. But I think there's so much pressure for things to be absolutely perfect off the top. Yeah. And it has to like if you know, if we are gonna date we need to be uh, we need to be treating each other as if we are partners like off the top like let it grow mm-hmm. enjoy when you put the, the pressure on it yes enjoy the awkward enjoy the humanness of it because mm-hmm. when you put all this pressure on it that's not when it flourishes no, when you, you like it, wa- put this person in a box and want them to be something they're not yeah. you're not gonna actually like who they are yeah, oh my yeah. Gosh uh okay this is a good one to end with what's the well it's like on a negative oh god, note but you hilarious. but because of your list the worst thing you've heard on an, a dating app oh my god because um, i love that you said you have a list of oh things my god on your i have phone. so many um or the funniest 
I can't remember off the top of my head. I feel like I need to like pull yeah, up Yeah, pull up your, pull pull up up your notes file. up. My yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, give me a second. <laughs> it's 3.30? Oh my God. Yeah, I know. My ears started to hurt and that was my signal that I'm like, oh, we actually have been talking for a long time. <laughs> Too long. My ears hurt from the headphones squishing oh. them. That's why. Not my eardrums. <laughs> Not me speaking? Yeah. <laughs> not you speaking you're just so shrill and annoying oh my god i can't believe i write on this long form podcast i will this is why simone because we talked about doing an episode on living with your parents versus living oh my alone god. which i want to do but let you see why you can't do two in a day it's so long it's we just have so much to say this is literally like this is the eight hour date i'm this talking is the about eight hour where it's like imagine yeah. you're doing this but also like we're not childhood friends no. and you're meeting for the first time and you're walking outside oh my god there's too, it's too much and then they're on. like wait let's go get food yeah let me take you to my car i can't and then I you're can't. like i'm dying i'm dying i've been there i've been there that's yeah. why i set a rule to say when i'm going home because yikes mm. I don't know if this is the worst one, but this one's really funny. Uh, I, I'm i not one to smile in photos. I do a lot of the, like... Okay, yeah. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm, a little... I don't know what that is. A little, like, a little gaze. A little, like, no smile gaze. Uh, and a lot of the pictures that I take. So this was from my uh, Tinder profile in, like, 2018. Uh, and so this man messages me. And he says, you're already giving me a look like you're disgusted with me. <laughs> so funny it was really funny and also just made me like really self-aware yeah yeah um, yeah that's actually hilarious yeah that you're already disgusted with me yeah always <laughs> oh my god i drink your bath water yeah oh my god i think that was an instagram message but yeah, i was like yeah it belongs in the pile I would hide every chair in the world so that you could sit on my face. You know, and it's like, okay, this is this is my message till I see God. And this is my message to like all the homies out there. Like, don't do this. Don't do this. Oh yeah, don't say, "Hey, sorry to be so blunt, but I want to bang the hell out of you." You know, don't do that. Like, I get it. I get that dating is really vulnerable, and telling someone that you're interested in them is really vulnerable. And I know that's where a lot of this comes from. So it got to a point, like I, you know, I've been online dating for a while that like i would get stupid messages like this Mm -hmm. and there was some man who messaged me something that could live in there um but i think i forget what i messaged him back exactly but essentially what i said was like i think i took his his name and let's say his name is ben i was like hey my name is ben and i am super uncomfortable with the idea of being intimate with someone (laughs) online so instead what i do is i say something mildly offensive because that protects my feelings and in case i ever get rejected i don't feel like i've put myself out there too much and i can just hide behind this wall of feelings and continue (laughs) to like never experience a meaningful intimate relationship yeah and he was like shit yeah you got me (laughs) and i was like i know have a nice day and it's like i get i get that especially like for men as well like being vulnerable is hard Mm -hmm. you know we we live in a world that doesn't really foster those feelings and doesn't allow for for men to really express themselves that way Mm -hmm. and in a way that feels safe you know masculinity has a very harsh mold Mm -hmm. that that people are expected to fall into Mm -hmm. so i get it to an extent but like i'm not gonna be your scapegoat for your for your fear of intimacy with yeah with people you want to date yeah 
I'm going to call it like it is. I'm just also really impatient. You're iconic. (laughs) You are iconic. And it's a tiring game. And it's like, yeah. Well, Simone, one last piece of advice do you have for the people listening? If there's anything you want to share about dating, IRL or online or both? I think knowing what you want is hard. But I would say that know know what you deserve Mm -hmm. and trust your gut Mm -hmm. because as someone who is strung on to situationships for far too long um scared to share um what I feel and express what I want in fear that I won't get it back that is enough of a test and should be enough of a sign that this is not someone who you want to be in a committed intimate relationship with Mm -hmm. like you you deserve respect yeah baseline like that is bar on the floor material Mm -hmm. like you you deserve to feel good and safe and appreciated by the people around you regardless as to whether or not you know they are people who you're seeing casually or if this is someone who you know you want to seek you know partnership and like intimacy with in a romantic relationship you deserve that Mm -hmm. and you deserve to also have the space to talk about those things and Mm. figure them out. And if someone is not giving you what you need, you're allowed to say, thank you so much. I got to go. Like, and you don't have to settle as much as I think people feel they're kind of conditioned to have to settle for whatever they got. There's so many people in the world. Yes. There's so many people in the world. And the YouTuber I I watched said it's a numbers game. Sometimes, sometimes it's a numbers game of like, there's so many people in the world. So yes, you do play the field. You Mm -hmm. go on a lot of dates and eventually, hopefully you do strike that right person, but know your worth. So you're not like wasting your own time and feelings Mm -hmm. and troubles because someone treats you like shit. The whole point of dating, if you're looking for someone serious and if you are looking for even a casual hookup it's for fun Mm -hmm. and connection and you know a good experience yeah and those people baseline should treat you with respect yeah and respect your boundaries and appreciate you and treat you well Mm -hmm. like oh gosh and this is a conversation i've had with a lot of people when they talk to me about like you know the people that they're seeing and whatnot and like oh they don't want to date but they would really like to be friends did you sign up for Hinge because you're looking for friends. <laughs> Did you sign up for Fringe because you're... For Fringe. Did you sign up for Hinge because you're looking for friends? No. No, you didn't. You no. have so many friends. <laughs> you have so many wonderful friends. And if, you know, maybe this is someone who you would see more as a friend, just because you don't want to date them doesn't mean that they're also then your friend. Yeah. Because also have high standards for the friends that you have in your life. Mm-hmm. I think we also live in a very romantic-focused world yes where you prioritize your romantic relationships over your friends Mm -hmm. i love my friends i love my friends i have amazing friends and those people i would consider um to be on this exact same plane as my partner like you know i have this wonderful like constellation of a network of people in my life who I care about and who care about me mm-hmm. and like build that for yourself because you deserve it mm-hmm. that's my thought oh <laughs> love it thank you for coming on thank so you for having me Jessica I felt like we were just like 
hanging out I and know. it just is being recorded i like, know i just feel like we could go on and on oh and it's such a treat I'm, I'm so honored to be here oh i had so much fun i'm having so much fun please oh shout God. out any social medias oh tell the people where to follow you because oh you're doing God. epic stuff oh my god yeah i'm uh, you can follow me on instagram it's just my name at simone matheson um uh, my theater company airwood theater is on instagram at airwood theater co thank awesome. you so much for having me no of Yee. course happy 100th episode 100th episode Woo-hoo. if you liked it subscribe people leave a review subscribe tell jessica how amazing she is Thanks, tell jessica how hard she works you work hard i love this show and uh give it some love if you enjoy it i'm really excited to bring on some guests in this in-person space which is so awesome and this gorgeous fun. Space. yeah i love it uh keep up at human human pod on instagram and tiktok and all the things stay safe. bye <laughs> <laughs>